0: Your time in 13th overall, we're blessed to have the Thunderbirds perform our flyover here for the 64th annual Daytona 500. Uh, just gives you chills up and down your spine just knowing that and we're very very happy today to have with us uh, Major Ryan Yingling, number 7, uh, Major Jake Impellerizzi, number 8, Captain Dr. Travis Grindstaff, number 9, and then Captain Katie Toner, number 12. And I'll just open it up, you guys. You guys have been here all week, and you've had—it seems like a great time. I know we've been seeing all the practices that you've been doing. You've been able to fly uh, a couple of our NASCAR drivers, and Austin Cindric and Harrison Burton, so a few of our media members as well. The weather's been pretty good for the most part. Just, to just tell us how's your experience been this year, and knowing that this is the 12th consecutive time that you've been been here at Daytona.
1: Absolutely. Well, first off, thanks for having us. Um, listen, the week has been you know, eventful as, you know, every Daytona 500 week is, uh, and certainly eventful for us. Uh, it's a chance for us to get out and, you know, engage with the public, engage with, uh, um, you know, we are at Embryville University, so uh, easy opportunity there to reach out to, you know, future Air Force and military officers, um, and, and just a chance for, for us to show the Thunderbird brand and what we're all about and to, uh, you know, to work towards our mission of Recruit, Retain, Inspire.
0: Well, again, we certainly do appreciate it. I'm just going to go ahead and open it up for questions. Uh, again, this is something that we all look forward to every year. We're going to start it out with Greg right over here.
1: Hey, guys. Greg with Forbes. Um, we're a retired Air Force Army, and I talked to the doc. I talked to Angry and Agent yesterday. Call signs and what kind of cars do you guys drive uh, your, when you're not flying? It's <laughs> a good question. Uh, call sign is Slinga. Uh, To hear that story, you got to buy me a beer, at least one. Um, Let's see. I (laughs) got. I drive a a souped-up Camry. No, just kidding. It's just a Camry, (laughs) hybrid version. Uh, I got a Ford F one hundred and fifty, and I am a big Mustang fan.
2: Hey, y'all! So my call sign is Primo Thunderbird Eight, advanced pilot and narrator. So I've also drive a Toyota Camry, hybrid. Uh, so I've been in the Pacific for most of my career, so, uh, just before I got into the Thunderbirds, uh, I was at Shaw Air Force Base, and I was only there a year, so that's really when I had to actually buy a car in America, so...
3: Yeah, so I guess we can all add in our cars here. I also drive a Camry, non-hybrid.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, but but the car that stole a little piece of my heart, I own a 1995 Miata that I kind of tore all the way down, rebuilt everything, the engine, all by myself, kind of put it back together, uh, watched it run for the first time, put a turbo on it. So that's the one that really stole my heart and kind of competes with my wife for my time, <laughs> which she's okay with. But, you know, uh, it's, it's been great. It's a good convertible. We go riding with the top down, so it's been
5: awesome. Of course, I'm gonna mix things up. So, as mentioned, uh, my call sign is Agent. I'm Captain Katie Toner. I'm Thunderbird Twelve, the Public Affairs Officer. And to mix things up, I drive an Audi Q5.
1: <laughs> She's shopping for a Camry.
0: <laughs> okay, next question.
4: All the way back here. We'll way back. by the camera Very very <laughs> Um, so quick question for you guys, obviously they mentioned this is about the 12th year you guys have been doing the flowers for Daytona 500. Is there ever a moment where it gets dull for you or what is your favorite part of the race?
1: It never gets dull. Uh, there's always something going on. There's always uh, a challenge to overcome. Um, you know, just today we're working several different, uh, you know, challenges as I like to call them as some people may refer to them as problems, (laughs) Uh, but, um, yeah, there's, there's always something to work towards, uh, and even when we feel like we're operating at a high level and doing really well, uh, we're always seeking to be better. Um, favorite part of the race? Uh, the crashes are fun, but I don't like seeing people tear up their beautiful cars. I like seeing the, the race to the finish.
0: Mark.
2: Mark Long with AP. I'm just curious, uh, maybe you guys can take, take us through Austin and Harrison, how they did. Uh, did you get them? Did you manage to get them dizzy, even queasy, something like that? Yeah, so uh, we went up on Thursday. I flew Harrison, uh, and they were a little nervous going into the flight, uh, both of them. Uh, Slinga flew Austin, so I'll let him talk about Austin. Uh, but they absolutely killed it. So going into the flight, I was going to go a little harder on them. You know, <laughs> they're professional athletes, uh, and I knew they could handle it. Uh, we did the whole brief, and they were super excited, and we took them out. Uh, to the airspace down south over the uh, shuttle launch pads and the uh, landing strip, and we put them through the ringer. So the profile we actually go through is the exact same profile that our solo pilots go through in the actual demonstration. Uh, we taught them how to do the proper g-strain. We taught them how to you know prepare their bodies for the actual flight themselves. We did loops. We did rolls. Uh, and we both pulled 9.28 g's, uh, so uh, 9.2 times the force of gravity on your body, which is a lot. So I think the car drivers uh, on the track pull about four lateral G's, kind of turning around uh, the track here, and these are uh, these are G's straight down. So you know the blood's trying to uh, get pulled from your brain. So you got to do all the proper G strain techniques not to pass out. And they absolutely crushed it, and their six sacks were empty. So and you know one of the things
1: to... when we do these fan flights, we don't always get to fly out as a two ship. You know. Us uh, as fighter pilots, we're we're very familiar with flying with wingmen, you know, whether it's two ship, four ship, etc. Uh, but we don't always get to do these fam flights uh, uh, with two aircraft, uh, and we had that opportunity that day. And you know, these guys are are race car drivers. They you know kind of grew up together in the same area, went to the same high school, you know, buddies. So the uh, the competitive juices were flowing for for certain when we were going out there. It was it was a blast. Austin fit
2: OK. <laughs>
1: He's tall, dude. Barely I <laughs> uh, shoehorn in there, but
0: we're going, buddy. Questions? Hold on one second, we're gonna bring you a mic. Straight from Texas.
4: My name is Kenny and I have a two part question. First of all, Katie, tell us about you and how you inspire younger women, little kiddos, because I've had some time to spend with you. And the rest of you when we're flying on a plane, we look at, you know, trees and stuff when we're landing. What do y'all see at the speed when you fly over a big event like this at the track?
5: Thanks, Kenny. Uh, Honestly, sometimes I feel like I'm still living a dream over here. (laughs) Um, So to think that I'm even inspiring anybody is kind of it's it's still a little shocking, I think, to be to be new in this position. Um, What I can say, though, is for me. I used to see the Thunderbirds fly at every graduation for the Air Force Academy. I went to the Air Force Academy. I graduated in 2015. And so I got to see them fly every single year, except for 2013. That was sad. Um, (laughs) And every single year, I, I had no idea they had public affairs on the team. But you get this feeling. And I don't know how to describe it other than the Thunderbirds provide this inspirational feeling. You just feel it in your chest. You feel it in your soul. And all I can say is it's hope, I guess. It's inspiration. It's hope. And uh, when I found out that I had the opportunity to even apply um, to be part of this team, obviously, I jumped on it. <laughs> and uh, and I, I really just wanted to work with 135 like-minded individuals who are excellent at what they do and I wanted to surround myself with people who were better than me who would make me a better person and uh, I truly believe that our team is um, especially this year we have an incredible team of people um, I hope you guys get to meet and visit with all of them uh, they're all wonderful uh, we've got a few of them out in the back as well so hopefully you guys get to meet and chat with all of them um, like I said they're all incredible and so as far as inspiring young girls goes um, all I can say for younger women is just go for your dreams. Like don't stand in your own way. Don't let society, um, dictate what you can or can't do. Uh, if you want to do something, go do it. That's, that's what I have to say about that.
1: (laughs) In terms of your flyover question, um, you know, when you're 500 feet going about 420 to 500 knots, as you can imagine, things are going past, uh, pretty fast. Uh, our commander leader, Lieutenant Colonel Elliott, will be communicating uh, from the ground up to him. Uh, so he'll be hyper-focused on, you know, flying over the start-finish line at the exact TOT. Um, and the other five pilots around him will be hyper-focused on being in formation and, and, and uh, you know, watching him and being where they need to be. So uh, it'll happen fast, basically. Uh.
0: Go to Terry right here beside him. There we go. Terry Sabiston, WNDB,
1: also uh, uh, F-15 avionics B-Shop, so we'll know a little bit about it. But uh, um, how many different airplanes have you flown, and how many hours do you guys have? Y'all are to get to the Thunderbirds. We know you got to rack up some hours. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think my overall flying, uh, so I've been in the Air Force for almost 15 years, been flying uh, nearly the entire time. Uh, total flight hours somewhere between 31 and 3,200 hours. Uh, I started off as a navigator uh, about 1,200 hours in the AC-130H, uh, mostly doing CAS over Afghanistan. Uh, then I transitioned to pilot and uh, was an A-10 pilot for seven and a half years. Again, Afghanistan-Syria time. And uh, and then transitioned to the F-16 when I joined the
0: team last summer.
2: Questions?
0: Okay, all of them, okay, here we go.
2: Yeah, so I've been, uh, I've been flying for about, uh, eight or nine years now um i've been f-16s my whole career in pilot training we start out on the uh, t6 and transition to the t38 overall i've got about 1400 hours and about 1100 of them are in the f-16 the greatest jet in the world captain grindstaff
3: yes sir yeah so my job is particularly incredible uh i have probably the best job in the air force i might be a little biased Uh, So I got to go to medical school. The Air Force paid for me to do that, which was amazing. I got to do a residency as well with them and then came back with an active duty F-16 unit. But as a flight surgeon, one of my jobs is to fly with as many airframes as I possibly can, whether that be Navy, Air Force, Army, because we provide medical care on the airplanes, but also we, we need to know what these guys go through to keep them safe in the air. That's the one thing that we do. We even get to turn wrenches with the maintainers. We get to get out and do the things so that we know what they do, so they can keep them safe and go home safely to their families. So for me, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. I get to log hours, about 100 hours now on the F-16, but I have about 500 total hours in different aircraft, and that's in about 12 to 13 different airframes. So I'll keep racking that up over the course of my career to gain experience, but it's an incredible job.
0: Captain Toner?
5: I'll round it out and say I have the fewest flight hours of any of these gentlemen up here, and not just because of rank, um, but because of position. Uh, I do get to fly a little bit with the team, but what I'll say is uh, me and my team, if you see cockpit footage or something like that, um, that's coming out from my guys. So we're the ones out there taking photo and video in the air. We've got a couple of them back there. They're waving. Um, So me and a couple of those guys will actually go up in the back of these F-16s, fly, take some photos, videos, so that we can share that experience with all of you um, I think that answers the question maybe thanks
1: for your, thanks for your service appreciate it. Thank
0: you. any more questions before we uh, let the Thunderbirds go uh, our president Frank Kelleher has got a special presentation uh, yesterday actually the Thunderbirds presented him with this you know you may see these at different places uh, within the our place here as far as our offices here in the media center drivers meeting room they go everywhere but Frank's got something he'd like to say uh, to our friends with the Thunderbirds
4: Hey guys, so I get asked a lot uh, in this new position of all right so you're the ninth ever track president what are you gonna change what, what what are you gonna do how are you gonna evolve it how are you gonna make it better and the answer from my heart out of the gate is well we need to maintain and protect the legacy of the sport and of the people that came before me, and the history and the memories. And what you all do is part of the fabric of the great American race, uh, the Daytona 500. And as we were walking around the property yesterday, a few of you even noticed that uh, your your jets are part of our marketing, creative, and collateral. So. Um, you you truly are family to us and special to us so when I get asked that question I think about legacy and, and I think of you all um, you mean so much to me personally, and I know to our fans, so um, we hope that we can continue this partnership for for decades to come, and as Russell alluded to, very grateful and honored for the gift that you gave us, and we have for each of you today a commemorative ticket that you'll notice to where the Thunderbirds are part of that. So, again, thank you for everything that you do for us. We hope you have a great time, and um, I think you're here for an extra day or two, so maybe we can have some fun. <laughs>